Welcome back to the Compound Podcast. This is episode 94. I was born in 1994, a little special episode for me. So was I. Is that a good time? So was I. It's a good call. Yeah, yeah good Oops, and you know, you, you know who wasn't born in 1994, and it's kind of convenient that he's not here this time, Zach. He Zach. was born in 95. He'll be back for episode 95. He had he a will. little bit of, Zach, a little bit of timing issue. A little bit of timing issue today. Guy's just an idiot. But... It's a it's a work related. He's trying to get his work in. He's trying to get better, and so we have to give him a pass. You you let him off the hook big time and said like no, like hitting comes first. And I was like, well, it does. But planning wise, he told us last night at like eight o'clock, or it was like six. It was in the afternoon. But he's like, yeah, like what time can we do tomorrow? Because I'm hitting for four hours. I was like, that was a that was a bananas thing too. Unbelievable. Uh, just a crazy he was like yeah we're gonna do one session and then take a break and do another session but they were only half hour sessions it was like what's we're doing coins in the machine how are we deciding on the terms of these sessions is it just 30 you only get 30 minutes with this guy he's such a big deal like i don't understand that was hilarious the hitting works I mean, that was hilarious. You're like, what do you have to put more coins in the machine to be able to hit with him? He said he's hitting for an hour and a half, taking an hour and a half break, I believe, and then hitting for another hour and a half. I was like, why the break? Like, why even take the break? Yeah, I don't understand. Maybe his hands get a little sore, maybe a little tired. You couldn't, I don't know. I understand like the two a days concept, but like the structure of the time was a really, I didn't understand it at all. It was very weird. We're going to have to, maybe we'll hear about this next week when he comes back. Maybe we'll get the rundown on but what exactly you happened. saying that you were born in 94 made us forget who we're presented by. Presented by Parse Rum, which yeah. I couldn't drink in 1994, but I can drink now. Let me tell you. You're damn right. And I love it. And I absolutely love it. And we plant a tree every time. You have anything else to say about Parse? Anything else to say about the our favorite company who we love so much? I love them. They've been with us from the beginning. Always will be. Not quite because we didn't have any sponsors at the beginning, but That's just true. after they just were like after, our they first, were the first like one. actual sponsor, though. They were the first one to love us enough to make this whole thing run. But you are also currently drinking something other than Parse because that. you are on a little vacation. I am a little work, a little vacation, a little, little bit of both. I started with a little work beginning of the week, been gone for been on the road for 10 days. Almost maybe tomorrow's 10, but a uh, little, little wine country, a little vacation, a little Paso Robles, nothing like it. It's unbelievable. It's beautiful. And you love wine. Love wine. I've been crushing vino for the last few days, last week. I've never been to Paso Robles before. Would highly recommend it to a friend. Uh, we did Booker and Dow Vineyards, both very beautiful. They took great care of us. And I have to say it was top notch. Jock, you know who hooked me up? You know, hooked me up at Booker. Old Jock Peterson with the connections. Jock's is sneaky. He's got connections everywhere. I mean, those sound like fake places to me. I've never heard of either of them, but they sound uh, the pictures I've seen you post. They look great. Unbelievable, right? Yeah. Jock, Jock hooked it up. And I actually FaceTimed him a couple of days ago with the founder of Booker, which is fantastic. And he was chilling uh, on a beach, but he's, he said he's coming back to California to get his swing off, to do some, do some hitting. He's a free agent, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Might have He's to get be, him on. You might have he, to try to get him on. He would be a great guest, actually. This is every time we talk about somebody, I'm like, oh, that would be a great guest. And then, what? Uh, well, the thing is, 
you can't, it's, it's all up to you because me and Zach don't know them. So it's like, I can't text Jack Peterson. So it's kind of like, can I say something that's maybe a little bit crazy? I think it's Tom's fault. Ooh. I'm going to blame Tom because Tom never reminds me early in the week to get a guest for the end of the week. Like I need a text from Tom being like on a Monday. When do you want a text? I will, I will, I will set it up on my phone to text you to remind you. I didn't know this was my, I didn't know this was a requirement you need. You tell me on Tuesday, maybe on Tuesday, because usually what happens is on uh, maybe Saturday, Tom texts me, which probably a reminder on his phone. That's well, Hey, what time are we recording on Monday? And then I text you guys, Hey, what time are we recording? But I think now if you set a reminder on your phone to text me on Tuesday, It'll uh, it'll increase our chances of having a guest by ten percent. Okay, maybe, I'm, listen, I'm happy to do it. Twenty five help, help us out by ten percent. Right. Which we, need, we need that we need that extra percent because otherwise, <laughs> right, really right now we got about <laughs> right one now, month. You're also busy right now, so it's it's. I'm a, yeah, I'm a little busy. Understandable. I do have a list of guests I'm trying to get on. I was I'm not going to say who I just got uh, ghosted by, but I. Did a couple things to try to get somebody on the podcast. Why won't you say? Dead ghosted. Because maybe sometime he'll come on. And I don't exactly. want to burn the bridge. But when he comes on, we're going to bring up how we were like, yeah, like you ghosted him. And now he's also currently in season. I don't want to look like I'm I don't want to look like I'm trying. To but that's what I'm saying. He's in season right now. So it's, you know, and the team he's on is actually really struggling lately. They've been getting blown out. It may be a Chicago team. It may not be. I don't know. But there's some, yeah. But there's, you know, there's some some COVID things. There's some some injuries. Who Zach Levine's all right, right? He was the guy that he had a little knee, a little X-ray, a little MRI. Yeah, I think I think he's out for a little while. I'm not but, sure. Yeah, but he's not. It's not season ending. He's all right. Yeah, it wasn't like too bad. I don't think the uh, the release of the morale blend from Connect has been pretty cool to see the Bulls fans get behind it and the Bleacher Nation guys did the Bulls thing and. All those proceeds go the first year. It's been pretty cool. And our guy, uh, I don't think we were, we never had him on ours, but I went on his podcast, Connor Carrick, the um, hockey player. He uh, he got some Rob and was drinking it and did a message to me today, which was pretty cool yesterday. And he'd say something really quick about this hotel room. I mean, I'm in the world's smallest hotel room right now. This is literally, it couldn't be the, I'm not kidding you. I'm sitting in a chair on the desk where the TV is. I had to move you know, everything out of the way. And my back is to the bed. Like there's no, it's literally just a bed. That's the whole room. There's stuff everywhere. There's no air conditioning. This is, I'm serious. It's 2022. There's no AC and they give you a portable fan in every room that you have to plug in to blow on yourself so that you're not sweating. I don't hate it. I don't hate the fan though. I I love portable fan. fan I need it. I won't sleep without it. Didn't you travel with one? Oh, yeah. I always find a way to put it in my suitcase because I don't trust that the hotels will have AC loud enough. I need the sound. It's not so much the air. It's the sound. Oh, really? I, I also need it cold. Like, I want it cold, but the, the sound's more important. I was going to ask you guys, have you ever played? Like, I remember when I was working in the minors, we stayed in a hotel one time, middle of July, out in uh, somewhere out in Washington with no air conditioning just dying just dying i mean did you guys ever stay anywhere without i mean it happens sometimes i feel like. i don't think i've been anywhere where they didn't have it i've ha- I've been in places where it was horrible but i don't know that i'd never like had the like i would try to turn it down. i do remember this was in the big leagues actually i can't remember what city it was 
but the AC was so shit and wasn't working that I slept because the, you know how some rooms like the, the vent will be on a far wall away from the bed. So mm-hmm. the vent was over by the window and there was a, like a day bed under the window. And so I went and slept on the day bed because it was the only place where the fan was blowing. The vent was blowing any air. So I posted I mean, up on the day bed. I was in Houston this past weekend for Duncan Robinson's wedding. And the shout first out Duncan, congrats on getting married. Shout out Duncan. Congrats. Um, and the first thing I did was set the AC and I slept with it at 58 degrees. Jesus Christ. I want to freeze. I like waking up with a little, I want a little sore throat. I want a little nasal drip. I want to be uncomfortable in the morning, like afraid to get out of the bed. That's how cold I like my room. Our early listeners will remember this, but the, the original compound days, Mm -hmm. like when living in the compound compound days, when COVID was uh, as new as can be, and we really didn't understand anything about it. Dakota and Zach would sleep in rooms that were so fucking cold. They Every were day freezing. they would wake like really cold. Every day they would wake up with some, you know, a little bit of a tickle and some some because it was so cold in the room. And they would contemplate for the first hour or two when they woke up if they had gotten COVID or if it was just cold in their room that night. Luckily, we never went anywhere, so it was like, well, I couldn't have gotten COVID. Like, we went shopping once a week, and that was the only possible location we could have got it. But other than that, I was like, oh, am I sick? I don't know. At, I, at, yeah, at that time, you had no idea. It could have come from anywhere. True. It was coming, it was coming in the windows at the time. <laughs> it's very true. It's worth right. it. Baseball topics, okay? The first thing that we have a couple. We're going to talk about the Hall of Fame voting that's been released a little bit. I want to talk about Camden Yards and the Fences. And we're going to touch on, let's start with this. Let's start with the Manning cast on ESPN, which there might be one tonight, actually, with this game, right? Because there's a playoff, Monday night playoff game, maybe the first one. I don't think they do it in the playoffs. I think they, it was just regular season. No, they are doing it tonight. Are they? I'm a football guy. I am a football guy. I knew that. Oh, they are doing it. Good call, Tom. And Uh, the, so. They want to do a baseball Manning cast because it's a copycat league. Even the leagues are copycat leagues. They want to do a Manning cast for baseball. They have selected A-Rod and who? Michael K, the Yankees announcer. Michael K, the Yankees announcer. Nice job. Fan Uh, of John Boy Media also. Fan of John Boy Media, which we love. We love. It's great. I I loved Michael K growing up, just for the record. So those guys are going to do the Manning cast on ESPN but it's not called the Manning cast because it's going to be called something else for baseball. I, I want other names who you would like to listen to do. Not that these guys are bad. They're going to be great, but I have two. I'm going to start. Okay. With my, yeah, two. I have one went right to the top of my head. Oh, but you go first. I'll go first. So I also think John boy should do a, but you can't rip the, the issue is ESPN owns the rights to the game. So you can't rip the rights to the game and then do cast doesn't make any sense but i think and you know what if anybody uses these ideas i'm copywriting them right now they're on the compound podcast we own the ip it's you can't use these ideas okay without giving us a producer credit so if somebody takes our ideas and uses i'm gonna be pissed but because i want to be a producer on a show sean casey and mark DeRosa, put those two guys on a uh telecast together talking about baseball 
and the guests that they would have on absolute gold, absolute gold. See, like, can you swear on these? Like, is it like, I didn't even enjoy, I don't really like the Manning casts because it's too much going on for me. I just like to watch the game itself. You can't swear. Eli, Eli did once uh, give the middle finger, which is what he showed. He gave like double breath. Well, that's he was showing what uh, Eagle fans did to him. So he was more of a reenactment. But yeah. Yeah. And I think Marshawn Lynch might have said something one time. About, he, like there's he, been he some did. I did there's been some stuff. slips, but it yeah, no, they can't just like blatantly the, swear. I need like an HBO Manny gas. Like they can just go crazy. Like, oh, this guy sucks. Like, I'm all right with that. That's what it's for. I've said this for a long time that HBO baseball with commentators being able to say whatever they want. Drop f bombs, maybe talk a little shit on the players, but not too much shit because guys like they're recently out of the game get it. Like they're not going to just wear players out. I agree. Yeah, I mean you can't just like attack guys, but like give me an H, like give me two guys that just don't care what people think, and they're up there and they're just like, hey, this guy sucks today. Like yeah, it's gonna hey. have a shit today. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, I, this is obviously a Yankee heavy suggestion, but I saw some people saying CC Sabathia because he's Ooh. very good podcaster. He and Ryan Ruka, who's also a play by play guy. And if you want that more traditional aspect too, I think they'd be a good combo. They'd be really good too. I think it would be kind of a cool thing because you have 162. We're not talking about. Oh, you, you need know, multiple. I guess, yeah. I guess for this concept, it's probably Sunday Night Baseball, right? That they're simulcasting, but you could do multiple times a week, different guys, different guys on different days. And you could, you could see what works. You don't have to, you don't have to lock it guys up for the whole year and see what works. Try some different characters out. Casey's been getting into podcasting and he's, he's fantastic. I would like to see that. I think I've always enjoyed him when he's on the network, but I don't think he has the freedom to like really let loose and like do his stuff. Um, but th- I think there's some other guys out there that would be fun uh, to listen to talk. I think Malar for a whole, uh, Malar for a whole uh, game would be fun too. Like Malar and Lackey, that would be hilarious. See, the first name that came to my head was Hunter Pence. Really? Which I don't even know how he is, like talking, but just watching him play, he just seems like he'd be a funny guy to listen to for nine innings. Like he feels like someone to me that's going to like joke around and make it intriguing. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. I've been spending a lot of time around him, but heck of a ball player. There's there's hundreds of guys they could get. Yeah, that would be really fun to listen to. I think the ability to bring on guests too is pretty interesting. Like that's what I was gonna say. In you guests could even, outside of baseball, you could even get guys still playing, like they do for the Manicast. Like you can get guys not playing Sunday night baseball and have them call in, like yeah. Zoom call, which would be fantastic for the game. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about Camden Yards? I mean, Please. Ian Ian got Ian texted me on Friday on Saturday, which is very rare. And said, please remind me to get very upset about the outfield wall changes at Camden Yards. We're like 20 minutes in this episode, Ian. We, I'm ready for you to get angry. Listen, if I was playing for the Orioles, that the, the, and I think maybe I'm so fired up about this because like that's that area of the field is my bread and butter. It's where I live from the left side. And so, and Wrigley is, is nice over there when the wind's not blowing in at 100 miles an hour. The, Camden was one of those places when you went there, especially like I've only been there once, but it was like, you're looking out and you're like, I I can get there. I can get there to left center. It was one of those places when you think about a team, like, Hey, if you had to go there for a year and prove yourself, 
Camden's not a bad place to go do it. And guess what? Now they're moving the wall back. So it's like 400 and left center. It's going to be like Pittsburgh. It is so deep out there and they raise the wall. It's fucking egregious. And they're not putting anything out there. Okay. They're not getting more seats out of it. They're not moving a bullpen around. They're actually like just putting more baseball field in less seats. And I think they still do have to, do they have to move the bullpen over? They mess with the bullpens. I don't know, but I don't I'm like sure it. they do. Yeah. They definitely, maybe it's no, right. At the it probably goes time. right up to the bullpen, it's probably right up to the bullpen, but they're just, it doesn't make any sense. It's blowing my mind. And, and some left fielder is going to run his ass into that corner and get hurt. I don't like it at all. At all. I think it's, I think it's a great move. I think the deeper, the better. How far back can we put those fences? 500? I don't know. Some inside the parkers would be fun to watch. I don't know. Can you imagine if you're playing for the Orioles, like Cedric Mullins, I don't know what his spray chart looks like, but if you're somebody who just had a good year with the Orioles and they're like, hey, man, uh, just so you know, next year when you come back, 35 feet back, we just we move those fences back. Like, What the fuck? I think the craziest part is – the Tigers went the opposite route and said, we're going to pull center field in the Orioles. Like all the talk is like how to make baseball more fun. And they said, you know what? Let's just move this fence even further back. Cause we want less homers. I wouldn't know when the last time Camden yards has been changed. The dimensions of Camden have been changed. Cause it's pretty historic. One of the older ones. Yeah. Maybe top five. When was the last time it's been changed? Okay. Who got approval to do this? It's ridiculous. And who got approval? What do you mean? Who, who got approval? The Orioles. Oh, I mean, they own nope. the park. Nope. They should have to ask some people. There should be some checks and balances. Yeah, this shit. I think you can't yeah. just be moving fences around willy nilly. And I think you can. Like, I you think can. you can do whatever you, can't you do want. It. It's unfair. And did they not get the memo that every stadium that's been built recently has been built too deep? Marlins Park, too deep. City Field, too deep. They keep yanking fences in because they build these things. And the players go like, what, the, what are we doing? Hey, you know what I think? If you don't like it, hit the ball farther. So I think they're great. I think if anything, move them further back. They're too close. Look at Yankee Stadium. Place a joke. 314, whatever it is down the right field line. Ugh. I want it 414 down the line. 414 down the line. 514 Let's, make, let's make a reverse ballpark. Let's make 414 down the line. 300 at dead center. See how that plays. That sounds like a backyard baseball type stadium. It's uh, what's the one in backyard baseball that has the thing? The there's the pool in left field, field stadium or whatever. I think it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. We need oh, to yeah. ask, yeah, we need to ask our guys at um, backyard BBQ. They did that uh, during they the COVID. Should've... They did all those games. They should have done something like that for the field of dreams. Just made it like Cespedes the craziest BBQ. dimensions Cespedes ever. BBQ, I messed that up. Sorry, I felt bad. You said backyard BBQ, I think. <laughs> you mean Cespedes BBQ? I was Cespedes BBQ. Cespedes BBQ. I just blanked on that. You combined them. You're going to have to edit that out so that they don't get mad at me because I like those guys a lot. No. Uh, you, you fixed just, it. Just redo it. Just say, just do it again. It's too late. <laughs> Why don't you just keep it? Well, it's too late. Now we're keeping it. Just keep uh, it because it's fine. You fixed it. I want all of this cap. Keep let them hear it. Uh, you know what else we are we keeping about? that? Or are we not? Keeping yes, it? we're keeping yes. it, Tom. Yeah, keeping it. Keep oh. it. Zespin's BBQ. I love those guys. 
Not backyard BBQ. Not backyard BBQ. Cespedes BBQ. I said we should have them on the pod. They should come on the pod. That'd be a good guess. They should come on the pod. Here's our shout-out. This is my Tuesday shout-out. Come on the pod, Cespedes BBQ. Come on the pod. I think you've got a long list of names still to work through. you got to stop adding to that list. Long list. Of how many of who we're getting on. Keeps getting longer. Okay. Can we talk about Hall of Fame, please? Yeah. Do you want to get mad about the Hall of Famers? I'm upset. And that's also because I grew up hating, hating Big Poppy. Oh, how I hated him. Not as much as I hated Pedro Martinez, but oh, I hated Big Poppy. Because I grew up a Yankees fan. And the fact that he is getting more votes right now than Bonds and Clemens. And that's really, those are really the two that bother me. I mean, Barry, I mean, if, if you're letting anybody in that was tied to roids at all, then Barry Bond should be a hundred percent voted. It shouldn't be a question. Now, do you know, I saw such a good Barry Bond stat today and there's no way I'm going to be able to find it. But do you know the details of the Ortiz connection? Oh, I, I know the stat you're talking about. I'll I think. tell you the stat. No, it's it was not, the steals and right. homers. Yes. yes. It was like from the time he debuted to like something. 96. Yeah. It was 300 and something homers and 300 and something stolen bases. It was in like 10 years only. Yes. His first 10 years. It was until 96 was the cutoff. Yeah. For those stats, nobody else in the history of baseball has done that. And that was halfway through his career. That was only to 96. <laughs> Insane. And he's the only guy. He's the only guy in the 400, 400, and five hundred, five hundred club, right? Uh huh. It's is that, bananas. Is that good? It's it's Listen. his stats are so dumb that it's the only person that I like see. Like, yeah, he took roids, but I'm like, but man, did he did he take advantage of it? Like, he fucking <laughs> put up freaky stats. It's actually so tough on the game too that he like. But he's the best player on the planet ever in the history of the game. Not even close. His stats make everybody else, even guys that played in 1920s when they were only playing guys from uh, white guys from upstate New York. Like he makes those numbers look silly. And it it's just it's it's unfortunate that he is that it's so tainted. But Ortiz has but he, Ortiz never actually popped a positive, right? Like he has a connection. He was named in a report with a couple other guys. Yeah. So I just, I was just looking at this into this because I wasn't, I honestly didn't remember. Uh, in 2003, they leaked the names. I think that was like the Mitchell report or whatever. They had everyone who tested positive. He was on that list, but we don't know what he tested positive for. And supposedly there are 10 guys out of the 104 who were on that list that were false positives. So there's some chance that he may have actually not been positive. So we don't know what he tested positive for, and we don't know if he was truly positive, but never served a suspension. Correct. And then after 04, he never tested positive again. Correct. You want to know who else never tested positive? Barry Bonds. Go to Mekis. Great point. Barry Bonds never technically tested positive. Just saying. He did admit to you. I think he, I think he might've admitted I think he, he might have flat he out admit admitted to. that he took roids, he but but it is crazy. Like the just like the. I listened to the rose rotation when he was talking to pass, and I don't know who else. There was like three or four guys he had on. And he was talking about 
the you know voting these guys all have a hall of fame vote and talking about voting and it's really interesting to hear like their perspective and the way they they go about it and think about it and they've been following baseball for so long like they have such a wealth of knowledge but it's crazy to think that some voters have an opinion on steroids won't vote for anybody some and but some voters you would if you did a pool of all the voters and asked them if Barry, if david ortiz did steroids i wonder what percentage would be like what percentage would even say yes would even know that's what i want to know i want to know did they vote yes and think he did do steroids or did they vote yes being like he never tested positive i don't think he did it because if they voted yes and think he did steroids but didn't vote for barry bonds that's you should lose your ability to vote you should never be able to vote for the hall of fame ever again and yeah or did they vote do they have no idea like if you went up to one of those people that voted positive you're like you know david ortiz took steroids they'd be like wait what he did steroids I feel like you'd have to at then least again, have the knowledge of like his name was in positive. his name was thrown around with it. Like I he like you said, Tom, he never tested positive, but he I, I think what's interesting is like Bonds and these guys, it seems like they're gonna finish right around 60. Like they're gonna get close again. It seems like Bonds and Clemens are gonna yeah. be like 65%. And I wonder if that murkiness around this test is enough to convince that last 10%, right? If we're talking about 65% of voters are voting for bonds. Uh, you would assume most of those are probably going to vote for Ortiz if it's this murkiness around the test that's getting him over the finish line true. with his last 10%. That is true. That is true. Then He'll again, get the votes of the people that are voting for Bonds, Clemens, A-Rod, all those guys. Like, he'll get those as well because if those guys deserve it, like, Ortiz deserves it. I think David Ortiz is 100% a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Based on what he did on the field, 100%. Based on what he did on the field, I think he's a 100% Hall of Famer. And that's not – my argument is not that he's not a Hall of Famer. It's no. that a couple of those other guys are too. And the thing is, if he doesn't get in and Bonds doesn't get in, I think it's going to be a zero – like I don't think anyone's getting in this year. Did that happen last year? It did happen last year as well. They had the – because there was no induction ceremony in 2020, obviously. So the guys who got inducted, I guess – Jeter were voted in, in in whatever the Jeter class was supposed to go in in 2020. That didn't happen because of COVID. So they went in last year. So that kind of covered it, right? That nobody went in in 2021, but nobody actually went in last year. And See, but I like that. Yeah. I like it. Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like every year someone has to go. Like sometimes people like the timing just isn't, they just don't deserve it yet. Like, I don't know. It shouldn't be easy. Not that it is easy by any means, but like, it shouldn't be just like handed out like, oh, like we might as well have someone. It's like, no, like, did they do enough? I I think it's kind of cool that there could be years when nobody gets into the Hall of Fame in baseball, but also absolutely ridiculous that the names on this list are not getting into the Hall of Fame. Is it okay to maintain both of those beliefs? I don't know if it is, but like yes. that's how I feel about it. I, I'm definitely like a small hall guy. Like I feel like you look at like basketball, for example, like if you just score 20,000 points of basketball, you're getting in the hall of fame, regardless of what else you did in your career. I mean, so there, I, I'm a believer that like, it should be like the best of the best, but I think there's an argument to be made that you can be a small hall guy and still think bonds and Clemens and everyone else are worthy based on what they did in their careers. Yeah. I, I, I liked uh, Jake and Jimmy's triangle hall, the, the wide, <laughs> Did you did you hear this at all, Dakota? No, I did not. They had a theory that the Hall of Fame should it should start very wide and it should be a hallway 
that gets tighter and tighter and tighter until the end of it is just Babe Ruth staring at you. So like the last guys in the Hall of Fame would be like the best careers, like Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron would be like right at the end of the hall. And yeah. like right in the entryway of the hall would be like a guy that just barely snuck into the Hall of Fame, like Harold Bain, right in the front. Like that. Like but by that, by that logic, at the end of the hall should be Mariano. 100%. Oh, at the this at this part? I'm saying if at the peak it should yes. be Mariano because he got 100. percent It yeah. shouldn't be no, big. He should be he, right. He should be right there. The, whole, and the then right on the that, edge are like the 75 percent guys or 76. You know, like yeah, ooh, the veterans you're, committee. You're barely allowed in the door. Yeah, I thought that was a hilarious concept. But I am also a, I'm a small hall guy. But I think, uh, I think like by era, like a certain number of guys by era. Like David Ortiz, when you think of that time in baseball, what he did in the playoffs, like that guy's one of the best to ever do it. Like, oh yeah, best DHs of all time, and one of the best of that generation of player. And I think and that's kills, I think it, that's important. Like the whole, oh, did he do enough throughout the course of his career, or was his WAR? Guy was a fucking DH and raked, and was one of the best players in the game for all those years. Like, yes, I'll always view him as a twin. <laughs> Did he play for any other teams? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. I saw someone also say that because he, he didn't play the field, he didn't deserve to get in, which is like, I mean, if we're still doing that in the year 2020, yeah. like, come on. That's outrageous. No, it's, it's unfathomable to think. Like, oh, no, no, The guy didn't heal him the hit, so he doesn't deserve to give in. Well, yeah. Right. That makes sense. That's logical. That if And also, if you use that argument, then every single pitcher should knock into the Hall of Fame. Can we do – our fan questions presented by Roman. Before we get into fan questions, we want to thank our brand new sponsor, Roman, and tell you to go visit GetRoman.com slash compound. Now, during the ad, we're going to say Roman.com slash compound, but you have to know, you got to go to GetRoman.com slash compound. You get $15 off your first month of treatment. It's completely confidential, totally discreet. You're about to hear about Dakota being in a tub. We got great stuff during this ad, so we didn't want to lose it, but you have to visit GetRoman.com. So GetRoman.com slash compound, $15 off your first month of treatment. Get ready for the image of Dakota in a tub starting now. We have a new sponsor, which is very exciting for all of us. Very exciting for me. Very exciting for you. It's Roman. Yeah. Uh, and before we go, we should talk about, before we start this, Roman, we're competing against everyone else at the company to have the best Roman ads. So they tell us who they think had the best ad at the company, like grade them. So we want to win. That's what I'm saying. They you know how we'd these? win? You want to know how we'd win? And I don't know if I'm allowed to say this joke. We should do a demonstration on how to use Roman. Boom. That's how you win. Can we do a commercial with you? No, not and Roman. Because not I myself. Think a little, I'm saying I on like a, a, test, commercial, a test thing, you know? I think, you know, when they do the commercials on TV where there's just people riding bikes, holding hands, maybe yes. a bathtub in the middle of nowhere. That's that like the, you. what was that one? Like, I, I know what you're talking about, like the bathtub sitting up on a Yeah, bathtub up on a thing. And that it'll could be, be me you. in that bathtub. Can I tell you, during the World Series, I think Roman had some TV ads or was at least during the playoffs at some point. And so we were very excited as a company because we do all the Roman ads. We saw them on TV and it was like when you see your friend on TV, you're like, oh my God, it's Roman. So they're on TV now. So Dakota, if you want to be in one of their next ads, like, oh, we'll up. I'd be delighted. Let me tell you something. 
I think Roman's going to be a great sponsor for us because I think at some point we're going to get you in a bathtub saying, go to roman.com slash compound now to speak to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction. Get $15 off your first month of treatment. The smoking you in a bathtub deal. saying smoking that? Smoking deal. $15 off too with me in a bathtub? Selling with, it? Uh, code.com, roman.com slash compound. Code Which is not a code. It's just a roman.com slash compound. And I mean, I think the important thing to note is like 52% of guys at some point are going to experience erectile dysfunction. This is something that's happening to everybody. And Roman offers you, as you said, a discreet way to talk to physicians about this. And so this is a problem I'm sure some people out there have. They don't want to talk about it. If this is the first time you're hearing about Roman, because if you know, maybe this is the only John Boy Media podcast you listen to, you want to help us out. You want to win this competition. You want to help yourself. Roman doc, Roman.com backslash compound thoughts. Help us help you help. Let us help you. You help us. Everybody helps everybody with Roman. And I think telemedicine is wonderful. And the ability to talk to somebody about what you're going through. Fantastic. You help us. We help you help us help you. Roman.com backslash compound. Dakota in a bathtub. Me in a bathtub sells a lot of product tell you that much that's new poster new poster new poster me in a bathtub holding roman not using it holding showing showing roman.com backslash compound let's get to the fan questions presented Boom. by roman.com backslash compound 15 dollars off all right this one comes from andy uh McEnema. he says not counting positions you play regularly what other position would you choose to play Easy, easy one for me. You want me to go first? You go first. Yeah. Me go first. Catch. No, no. I caught in high school, and it is so much fun. I, I, I'd say I grew out of the position, and I couldn't hit. I was very, very bad, very bad at hitting. But well, I we've love seen the video. catch. We've yeah, seen oh, the videos of you hitting. Yeah. I cannot swing it. But mm-hmm. I'll tell you what. I could block the ball up. I. <clears throat> it was a great feeling to get down and block up a ball. Wear it like off the forearm. You got a little red mark. You saved it though. Saved the runner from going to second. I lived for it. I'm Had surprised. A kid, quick story. Quick story. Had a kid in high school, fastest kid in the area. Stole like forty. He was like forty for forty. Hadn't been thrown out all year. And he tested me. And what do you think I did? I said, "Nah, you don't run on me." It was awesome. It's a highlight. How tall were you in high school? Like, weren't your knees hurting? No, nah, I was like six three, six four. I grew. Like my senior, I didn't do much my senior year. I played first base my senior year, and that's just kind of a boring position. That was easy. I'm surprised that you said that because your passion and ability for Ooh. tracking balls in the outfield. Yes, I do love to shag flies, but the outfield can get, you know, the outfield can get boring. Like get you might boring. not get a ball the whole game. You might get one ball all game. And it might be like a ground ball that you just lob into the cutoff, man. Like I like being in the action. I could see you picking daisies out there thinking about bathtubs and Roman. <laughs> and then I fall asleep and the ball drops and it's on me, you know. If I'm going for another position, I'm I'm coming in. I'm trying to get three outs. Make me a one-inning guy. I'm coming. I'm throwing submarine sidearm. I'm, I'm being tricky. Let me try to get three outs. I want to do it. I think you could get three outs. You could kind of weasel your way into three outs. I've done it once. I'll do it again. I'm one, you know, there's not a lot of guys in Chicago Cubs history that have a zero. 
Oops. But I am. I'm one of well, them. Well, you currently have a zero. Who says you're not throwing? You might have to throw again at some point. I'm saying it'll still be a zero. I can get three. I mean, Ian uh, right now, first all-time in John Boy Media homers, first all-time in John Boy Media ERA as well. So. Not homers. Plus got more. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Plus in the 100 homer club. Don't take that away from him. No, you know, listen, my, my mis- but next season, I think you got a chance. You're, what next do you have season, right I might be able to get him. I'm at 80, uh, 80, 80. Good, good cover. Pretend like you don't know. 85, 85, 85. He's at, he's at 106. So that's what, 21? Yeah, I could get him. Yeah. Oh, it's easy. Him. That's easy. That first half. I feel like first half, we're already. Oh, half. Yeah. Oof. When you're hitting you in the all star game. You know, I just thought of that year, the time of the Stella hit 20 in the first half and then shattered and then fouled that ball off as like he wants to be a guest on the compound. So add him to the list. Well, the finish, finish the way you were going to say that, you psycho. And then shattered his leg is what you're I was. Say. I was that. You're gross. It was a little you're far, disgusting. But it did was. It was. I don't know if you've seen the video. It's oof, it was messed up. What's the next question presented by Roman backslash dot com backslash compound. Backslash. This is from Dawn Corleone. She said, which position player on your team do you want to see pitch most? Frank, thank future guests of the compound future guest. Yeah, that would be a good one. Um, you know who I, uh, Serge, Sergio Alcantara. Oh, he has an absolute laser. He throws bullets. Bazooka for an arm. Bullets. I think I legitimately think he could hit 95 on the bump. Like, not no question. He's fun to watch just take like IO before the game because he just throws like little seeds that rise across the infield. He was uh he wasn't getting much playing time, and we were in Milwaukee towards the end of the year, and he just went out in the outfield and was kind of like messing around throwing balls from right to third. It was like uh wait a second. Like it's like making me feel bad, man. Stop it. Uh, this one says, most times I hear players give very generic advice and it's just obvious fluff. What's the best piece of very specific baseball advice you have? That's being on the spot. It's being on the like spot. to I'll give try- to someone or that we've gotten? I think it's to give to someone, but if you, if you want to, if you want to, the other way around, I think works as well. Can I, uh, can I start? Yep. You take this one. Uh, my very specific piece of baseball advice it's hard because like when somebody asks you for baseball advice especially parents and their kids like eight it's like just have fun you know just enjoy the game but once you start kids advanced or you know looks like he has a chance to go play in college and maybe do something after that my very specific piece of baseball advice is learn your swing learn who you are is like dive into it I think Zach would agree with this if he was here. This would be a good conversation. But like dive into it and and learn your strengths and weaknesses and like really know what you want to do with your swing. Because if you really know what you want to do with your swing, like when we had Donaldson on, like that dude knows what he wants to do with his swing. Then you can tell a hitting coach or somebody like, no, like you can listen, you can, yeah. And then you can be like, no, that's not for me. That's not what I want to do so that you don't get, you don't keep getting bounced around because every time you go up a level or college or summer ball or whatever it is, and you have a new coach, they're telling you to do something before you know it, you've tried all these things and you don't know who you are. Like once you have something that works and you know who you are, like the best thing you can do for yourself, self-discovery, learning, go out, continue to relearn about hitting in your swing 
And the more that you can make that your own, the better you'll be. I think I like just want to piggyback on that. That's the same thing for pitching. Like different coordinators and coaches will try to be like, oh, like try this grip for this pitch. Try throwing this pitch here, this pitch here. Like you need to figure out what works for yourself more so than what like the big umbrella says like, Oh, if you hold it like this, like it's going to be a good pitch. It's like, well, not for everybody. Like some people can't throw certain pitches. So pretty much the same thing you were saying, just kind of figure out what works for you. And that's just going in and like practicing it. And the dudes that are the best are the most convicted to like what they do. And they're mm-hmm. like, sometimes can be called uncoachable, uncoachable, but whatever. Yeah. Just crazy. But like they're the dudes that believe in themselves and have the ability and the confidence to be like, and that's you. not, and you can do it respectfully. Thank okay. You. And I was going to say, that's not it. saying like, tell your coach, like, oh, no, hell no, yeah. I'm not doing no, that. Man. It's like, no, no, like, but it's like, hear them out. But like, if you yeah. know, like, this works for me, continue to do that. Yeah. But then you have the ability, if you really understand yourself, you'll have the ability in your head, not to the coach's face, in your head to say, I understand what you're trying to say and get me to do, but, or I like it the way that I do. All right. I think we've got time for one more. Uh, this comes from Leslie. It says, what is the thing that you look forward to most with spring training? I, for me, it's, it's literally just seeing everyone again. Like, cause you make so many friends throughout the year that once you leave, you literally don't see them for four months. And it's kind of weird. Cause you see someone every day for eight, nine months, and then you go away for three, four months and don't see them at all. So it's just kind of cool getting back and seeing everybody. Yeah, I love the schedule there. Like the, it's the best two months of the year because your schedule is up early in the morning, get to see everybody, get to hang out with your buddies, get to, you know, it's the best time for actually getting work in because everything's right there and you have like a bunch of warm bodies to help you. Like all the coaches are there to be able to hit you, fungus, throw whatever. Uh, and then you get to play golf in the afternoon. So like the schedule is unbelievable, but like seeing the guys uh, and being back around everybody is, it's a special time of year. And then, when you're there for week seven and eight, you want to kill yourself and go. Yeah. Back. And when it's that long, you're like, ah, okay, I've, yeah, I, I, I'm glad to be back, but let's get out of Arizona. I've lived here that for was a long fan questions presented by Roman backslash compound.com backslash compound.com backslash Roman Roman.com backslash compound forward slash Dakota in a bathtub. I don't know what you're going to find out when you get to that website. Okay, let's never do know. screen time before we let the people go. Don't forget that this entire episode was presented by Parse Rum because I love Parse nope. and you love Parse. When I say Parse, you say Rum. Oh, you won. Wow. Unbelievable. Let's go. Let's go. Nice Your job, time Zach. again. Where were you? Well, before we Loser. do screen time, you are three hours behind us. So this Four is out. Four hours, my, 56 minutes. My screen time's messed up. It's not right. I'm four hours and 20 minutes, but that's not right because... Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. doesn't make any sense. Oh, no. And you can add three hours on top of that, so seven hours. Tom? 520. Let's go, Tom. That Ian 100% loses because he's literally three hours behind us. I wonder what uh, I wonder what Zach's screen time was. He should, you know what he should have done? He should have, he should have at least sent us his screen. That's true. Screen time. But he doesn't care. You but know, he's been he's hitting, he's been hitting for six hours. He's busy, you know? Yeah. 
I wonder how those, where he got the coins for the machine. He's probably not uh, overthinking or anything right now. Yeah, no, he's probably not working on. How many quarters do you think he brought? Must have had to bring. Oh my gosh, oh. he's been saving up all year for this. Yeah, he broke the piggy bank and then took it with him. <laughs> all right, this has been a great episode. Ninety-five next week. Zach's back. To, uh, uh, Tom's gonna text me about maybe getting a guest on. That. Episode 95 of the Compound Podcast. Part 94, 94, 94. Next 94. week's 95. Nice week, 95. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. See you next week.